Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. resemble Jesus at all. And so it's clear if you just look at the fruit, if you just kind of take a look at what's going on, and you know what? It's not a bad idea for us to do this with ourselves, is it? Look in the mirror and say, you know, do I look anything at all like the one I say I'm following? If I follow him, you should be able to tell. Sometimes when we look around the church or even at ourselves, we can see that our lives don't quite resemble Jesus. We talk about following him, but our actions don't line up. In today's message, Pastor Robert will encourage us to do some self-reflection and see how like Christ we are actually living. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 14, as he begins his message, Hidden Gems. Dallas Willard, in his book, The Divine Conspiracy, begins chapter one with a story about the pilot of a fighter jet who was practicing high-speed maneuvers. And it's a true story. He says she turned the controls for what she thought was a steep ascent and flew straight into the ground. She was unaware that she'd been flying upside down. Now, he, he starts that book in that way because he, he recognized that as a powerful metaphor for modern Christianity in the United States. And I agree. Today, I, I want to borrow from a popular catchphrase of our time, and speak to you about living your best life now. A life filled with God's unmerited favor and abundant blessings and fruit. And I pray that my approach to that might awaken some to the possibility that perhaps they've been flying upside down for a while now. It's one of the most effective strategies of the devil, one which he has used over and over and over again to discourage people, to destroy people. Over the years, I've spoken with far too many people who found themselves confused 
disillusioned because they were surprised, caught off guard by life's hardships and tribulations. And as a result of flying through life with a distorted perspective on their journey, when these wonderful, sincere people found themselves faced with excruciating circumstances, well, they they questioned God's character. Or they began to question the validity of their own faith. And even, even people of a sincere faith in Jesus sometimes found themselves faltering under the unexpected pressures of life's problems. And the key word there is unexpected. They found themselves thinking, I'm a good Christian. I read my Bible. I, I, I pay my tithes, my offerings. Why is God allowing this sickness in my life? Or something along the lines of, you know, I mean, I mean, if God is good and he's faithful, if he loves me and accepts me, well, then why did this horrible thing happen to me? Or maybe they wonder, is God punishing me? Is it because I haven't been a good enough Christian? I mean, is he, is he angry with me because I haven't paid my tithes? Or because I, I don't have enough faith or... Some became angry, bitter, disillusioned with Christianity, or else they grew increasingly depressed to the point of hopelessness as they gave in to self-pity and despair. And some ended up, as it were, flying straight into the ground. You see, the reality of life is very different from the illusion which is often set forth by materialists, even in the name of Christ. Those who misuse Scripture as they masquerade as representatives of Jesus. And and I say masquerade, not, not to be judgmental, but to draw to your attention the reality that there are many who think they're following Jesus but their lives really don't resemble Jesus at all. And so it's clear if you just look at the fruit, if you just kind of take a look at what's going on, and you know what, it's not a bad idea for us to do this with ourselves, is it? Look in the mirror and say, you know, do I look anything at all like the one I say I'm following? If I follow him, you should be able to tell. If we study the Scriptures and carefully develop a solidly biblical worldview, meaning, meaning an understanding of God, a theology that's, that's grounded in Scripture, grounded in sacred truth, and, and not in our human desires and emotions, even superstitions, we see that God doesn't punish those who are in Christ, because Christ has already borne our punishment. Christ was punished. You won't, you won't be punished if you're in Christ. Jesus teaches us that trials are always used by God to bless those who choose to trust him. 
Well, it may be, it may be horrible. It, it may be a, an unbelievable and evil tragedy that has befallen you. I'm not saying God did that to you. What I'm saying is, even if it's some horrible thing that the devil himself thought up like he did with Job, God will use it in your life if you'll trust him for good things. God always rewards faith, and if God always rewards faith, that means that it's critically important for you and me to devote ourselves to building his kingdom. Even though the materialistic preachers teach people to prioritize this earthly existence, this life, instead. Are you listening to this? Are you, are, are you paying attention? Are you getting it? You see, prioritizing this life is materialism. It's not biblical Christianity. A focus on living your best life now, according to Jesus, will certainly prevent you from being able to do so. If you seek to save your life, you'll lose it, he said. By the way, the Bible teaches that God does chastise those whom he loves. He does discipline us, in other words, for the purpose of growing us spiritually, deepening our faith, demonstrating to us his love, and correcting us when it's needed through those very hardships quite often. They're hardships that are faced by all humans, Christians included, as we journey through this fallen, flawed world on our way to the redemption of our bodies and everything else. So today we're back in Acts chapter 14 one last time, and I want to make note of four hidden gems that I pray you'll find instructive. Now, if you remember, Paul and Barnabas were, were, were kind of following along. It's their first missionary journey, Paul's first missionary journey. It's, it's the only one he took with Barnabas, but they've been sent out by the very first non-Jewish followers of Jesus. There's a change taking place. There's a pivot. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. The book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions or if you'd like prayer. Give us a call at 305-531-2730.
That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio, 